What up? What up? What up? Y'all know me, man. My name is Randy Little. This is Rec League Podcast, episode 120. I was going to rhyme something, like, with dumb money, because it just came out, but forget I said that. Uh, on this episode, it's the fourth quarter preview. It's it's the beginning of October, beginning of the last three months of the year. So, myself, Nicholas, Rocket, Merritt, we... uh. Talk about what's coming out. Talk about what we're looking forward to. Uh, there's, there's a movie trailer that came out. There's uh, a passing that we discuss. This is a long, fun episode. Uh, we spend more time talking about some stuff than other stuff, but it is what it is. I want to, I want to, I want to shout out you if you keep up with us every every two weeks. Uh, recently and upcoming in the theater. The week of October 22nd, we got Expendables 4. That's on that 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 review is on my personal YouTube channel. Netflix put out a Spy Kids reboot, Spy Kids Armageddon. This uh this past weekend, this current weekend was pretty heavy. As I mentioned, Dumb Money came out. We uh we got Saw X. We got The Creator. A Paw Patrol movie came out. And then that Reptile movie with uh, Benicio Del Toro, Lisa Silverstone, and Justin Timberlake was on Netflix. Um, should I tell y'all what's upcoming or should I just make y'all wait for the discussion? I think I'm going to make y'all wait for the discussion on the upcoming theatrical releases over the next two weeks. But uh, on physical media, on the 19th, on Tuesday the 19th, basically the live action Little Mermaid is like all that came out. Past Lives came out. Past Lives didn't go to my Walmart to buy, so I forgot. But uh, I think I do want to cop. Um, This past Tuesday, this past Tuesday was kind of stupid. Like, for, for, for physical media, it was kind of ridiculous. The first season of Loki came out, Blu-ray and 4K Steelbooks. La Bamba got a Criterion. Elemental came out. I feel like... As a kid, I knew what Cats Don't Dance is, but now I don't remember. But that got a Blu-ray from Warner Archive. Um, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, came out on Blu-ray. One, Interview with the Vampire, it looks like season one got a Blu-ray. That might be two, I'm not sure. I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer got a Blu-ray. Jack Ryan, season three, Pennyworth, season three, Pennyworth, the complete series, got, got Blu-rays. Um, let me see. I think it's safe to go to this upcoming Tuesday. This upcoming Tuesday, man, Prey comes out on physical media. Like, I never thought I'd see the day that Disney put out a, a made specifically for Hulu streaming movie, and it's getting a physical release. Like, that shit is so dope. Uh, so yeah, like obviously I'm buying Prey. I'm hype to own Prey to put it with the rest of the Pre Predator movies I own. Talk to me is coming out, and that's it. That's it for this upcoming Tuesday. Tuesday the tenth, a Bronx Tale finally gets a physical release. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, The Boogeyman, those get Blu-rays. Yellow Jacket season two. 
And then that looks to be it for the next two weeks on physical. So upon my return, I'll be with the squad and we'll we'll talk about the upcoming release schedule. It's rec league. Back at it. Welcome to October, nerds. We got four, two more than last time. Salute Rocket for perfect attendance, though. I'll be telling I'll be telling y'all in the Instagram chat that I could say let's record at 3 a.m. and Rocket will be there. Uh some guys that kind of look familiar down there on the bottom of your screen. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys remember who they are, because it's been so long. Nicholas. Both Virginia residents, only one of them in Virginia. Jay Merritt, hello. Don't take shots at me, bro. I'll take all the shots because every every two weeks you'll be like, bro, I'm there. And then for whatever reason, you're not. Because I'm an adult. But go ahead. You do that. We all adults. We all there's adults. A, and then there's adults. Okay. <laughs> Look, like, as much as it bothers me, I'll give Nick a pass because I know he has weekend employment. Overtime is not weekend employment. Oh, it very much is. Overtime is bailing on your boy because you need money. And I get it, but it annoys me. $50 an hour, that's definitely weekend employment. If I'm getting 25 of them, then I'll, I'll give you the pass. But it was kind of like a busy two weeks. So, like, because, like, we doing the fourth quarter preview. But shit kind of happened. So, like, do y'all want to, like respect Dumbledore right quick or the writer strike is over right quick both damn it I mean yeah both but which one first damn it writer strike fuck the wizarding, wizarding world then <laughs> nah. so like yeah the writer strike kind of like I want to piggyback something else I've been seeing headlines about since the writer strike is over and it's like A24 is in a bidding war to make Halloween TV shows that we do not need, absolutely do not need Michael Myers-based TV. It works for Chucky because it's like a sequel show. And Does it? The, Does the, it work for Chucky? Season 2 was mid. You know you liked season 1. But no, season one was great. The, the, the Friday the 13th show is intriguing because it's like a prequel thing. But we don't need, like, Michael Myers in a sanitarium institution. Like, we just don't need it. The six-year-old boy with the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. We don't. So, like, writer strike is over. What do y'all think? I just don't need anything new Halloween for a while because we just had ins and kills. Whereas, like, fucking terrible. Even if they were great, I'd be like, we can... We can take a break. Like, we can... We, great, most definitely. But if it was great, we would have been like, yes, that's what we needed. We can wait <sighs> 10 years for this. But nah, the fact like, that it was terrible makes you not want it even yeah. more. We need take that, We need that like, Halloween resurrection to Rob Zombie's Halloween gap. Like, that die another day to Casino Royale, like, four or five-year break. Yeah. I, think like that, I honestly think it needs to be longer than that. This is the problem that I have when it comes to Halloween. Halloween over and over and over again has started out great ended terribly, right? And 11 times out of, that, of 10. 
because of that, they want to continue to start over and do it again, trying to fix how bad it was the last time. Because it's I like think we need a break from it. Every Halloween timeline obviously starts with the 1978 classic, but yep. always ends, no matter what your timeline of preference. The Thorn trilogy ended trash. The H2O trilogy or timeline ended trash. The David Gordon Green timeline ended trash. So, yeah. So, I think they just need to leave it alone. And maybe 10, 15 years from now, somebody else, it'll be fresh. Somebody else with new ideas to come. And maybe they won't be feeling the pressure. See, like, whatever, whatever Akkad is calling the shots wants money. So, like, next year we're getting something Halloween. It's going to be trash. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think because he was it was my favorite. Like Halloween was my favorite, favorite. Like Michael Myers was my favorite. You know what I'm saying? The original is still the greatest horror movie of all time. Yep. It's not not. It could be. The thing is, too, if if you like if you talk about all of it overall, you can be like, yo, it has at least four incredible movies. If you talk about all of it overall. But then the rest of it is just like bad. I don't disagree. I give it I, I give it one incredible movie. I think Really? There's other good ones. It's like I really like I like the Ram Zabi first one a lot. Yeah, it's just like, like Saw. It. Like the Saw is like the original Saw is iconic. Two is a very solid sequel. And then the other sequels are are, are good, except three D. It's yeah, that's true. I don't but know, like, from all the, but I'm saying from from the trilogy itself. Like I really like the, the original trilogy, Halloween two. You could pick a movie from each one too. I, I really like H two O. I really like Zombies first one, and I really like David Gordon Green's first one and Kills. Everything right. else is just there. So, and and that's what that's four, right? Ish. Yeah, four, I wasn't right? counting. So that, that, that's what I'm saying. Not like all of them was as great as the first one. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying from all the different trilogies yeah. put together. You could pick a movie from each one or two that is like okay, you know what I mean. No reason for ends to just be that way. I'm not. I'm not spending this whole first block talking about how bad Halloween's ends is. I I veto this conversation. So Netflix is. The funny thing about this too is though is we all know the story of like Halloween three how that got made. That's why Halloween two ends the way it did. Michael Myers is supposed to be a two part movie with him in it. That's that. Halloween itself was supposed to be like an anthology series of movies. Well, when now that Halloween three is basically now a cult classic, but in the beginning, nobody wanted that. Everybody was calling it trash. It's this with Michael Myers. So I like like I'm with Randy. The first two Halloweens, the original, fantastic. One and two, great. Then when the you know people start crying about Michael Myers, that's why they came out with Halloween four. They brought back Michael Myers. Which was fine, but like Meredith also saying, and and you know like Nick wrote out too is, it happens it ends then like two years later let's redo it again then let's redo it again like I'll be honest with you with the Rob Zombie ones, they're at the bottom of my Halloween list because, like the first one I give Rob Zombie credit in the sense of he was trying to do something different and we're like looking at it from the mind of Michael Myers that's what he wants so I give him credit for that. Halloween 2, I felt like I got to be on acid to watch that movie. Facts. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah Nick's a Rob Zombie Halloween 2 apologist. I like... Man, so, so, like, my, my top three Halloween... Well, my four is 
Halloween 1, the original, Halloween 2, H2O. I'll take the David Gordon Green, you know, first one. But after that, I mean, you know, when, when like, was it Curse of Michael Myers when he's the devil? I was like, man, what's going on here? The Thorns trilogy is so trash. Yeah. The Thorn trilogy is so trash. But, uh. Yo, yo, Kills was incredible, though. It was, it kills, kills. Still dropped. I disliked, I disliked <laughs> ends so much, it made me appreciate kills more. Bruh, the, the way that kills, the, the kills movie was like the perfect setup for something epic, though. Like, you, know. when I left the movie, I'm like, yo, this next one is going to be... Like, it was like Infinity War to Endgame. Like, Infinity, it was like Infinity War. Kills was like Infinity War. It was like, we didn't get a conclusion, but something crazy is coming. So for ends to be that was... Bro, that's, I, yeah. that's probably the worst thing that's ever happened in movie history, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is insane. Like, like she was going to, like, defeat Michael. Like, she's sitting in the hospital on the phone, and it was like, Oh shit! Oh, it's on. And then it's just like starts, and she's carving a pumpkin or some shit. It's walking through the grocery store. And the like, trailers were incredible, bruh. Yeah, that was the worst thing that's happened in movies. Are, we can move on, man. That, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys heard anything else about? I've heard Netflix is prioritizing Stranger Things and Wednesday. I haven't yep. heard any other studios like say anything about plans. I think. um for me, like I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of news specifically, but when I heard that the strike was over, what excited me? Just the writers. Like, well, just the writers. Yeah, just the writers. Is that like, all right, Marvel? Because I'm a Marvel fan first. That's like my thing. But like the first thing I thought was like, man, now they can at least get back to writing, you know, material for Marvel. They can load up. And then we get all these, some of these things that was pushed back and postponed or whatever, at least the writing process can be done by the time, you know what I'm saying? So that was my thought. That's, that was my feeling. Um, but I, I've already in my mind come to a conclusion that next year is going to be dry. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to feel the effects of both strikes, the writers and, and the, the actors. I mean, sooner or later, like they got stuff in the can that's coming out now, but I think, if this time next year, two things are going to happen. Stuff that was supposed to come out earlier in the year, they might just push back to just, like, you know, have stuff, the studios have stuff to release. So, like, say if a studio has, say, two movies to release in one month, they might only release one and push one back. You know what I mean? Just just so they can have something come out because we're going to feel the effects. We ain't feeling it now. Sooner or later, this time next year, I agree, Mary, it's going to be dry. There ain't going to be much out there. The only other news I read that read that HBO was prioritizing The Last of Us and Euphoria. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's like, is uh-huh. that really like, did you talk to somebody or did you just like hear that through the grapevine and put it on Twitter? But I think they also put Fast Track and House of the Dragon season two as well. I think they mentioned that won that where they, that was some kind of strike like outlier where they were like, yeah. allowed to. F- like, okay. I don't care about House of the Dragon. I'll watch it though. But uh, I think, but I think, I think even if that is a rumor or, or a he say, I could see HBO rumor pushing that out because Euphoria and um, Last of Us is like their big, they're, those are their babies right now. So to keep their fans subscribed and winning time, obviously, HBO, they're going to say we're prioritizing these two things because they know that's what the fans want to watch. 
It's fun. It's like a or Lionsgate did that saw thing. Like none of the actors really promoted it, so they did the saw thing, like the AMC, like the Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. and like the AMC like pulled it. But I was like, that's the kind of shit they were doing because they couldn't have the actors. I think that's why, like that, and, like Paw Patrol are probably doing well at the box office because you don't really need actors to promote movies like that. Like the creator probably could have used like the push from the actors. So hopefully they get the SAG strike. Billy fixed. the Puppet could have promoted all five movies that come out this weekend. Yeah, it was like they finally real like did fun promotion for Saw. Like they finally realized like. This could be really funny to just have him riding down the street like on the news. But they but I think they're stupid too. I feel like I feel like sometimes we will have moments in time where we'll realize how disconnected and, and age gapped the directors and all of these people that's doing these movies when it comes to promotion and stuff are. Because honestly. You have a new movie coming out. You can't use the actors. You can't do certain stuff. Really, you need to get with those YouTube people and all those guys. Let them watch your movie and let them promote the shit out of it. You don't really... There's a way to do these things, right? I volunteer as tribute. Like, <laughs> like, but, I, but, I, but I'm saying, like, there's, there's such a disconnect to, like, promotion at this point is at a point that, like, you can really do anything to promote. But there's a lazy way of doing things a way we've always done it and they're so stuck in that that they're hurting themselves because there's a million youtubers a million reviewers a million people who talk movies that would love to watch these movies early you can even pay them you pay them they promote your movie the whole time without the actors but there there's there's kevin feige slide me to marvels what's good they haven't figured it out that there is a a window there yet, and it's 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 dumb. It's dumb. We want to watch Wonka. Somebody send us Wonka, and we'll watch it live. For we'll sure. watch it live for sure. <laughs> we'll 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 talk about it. We'll discuss it. We'll you know for a whole week's time before it comes out. You know what I mean? These kind of things, Twitter followers for like all these things that's out here to promote, and they're like. We need the actors to be able to promote. We can't do anything without. Yeah, it really makes sense. It's like you, you can't do Dune without Chalamet. You can't do it can't without do Wonka. Him. You're doing Wonka. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. Did they not learn anything from Megan? Like, yo, get a hire a bunch of random fucking people. Bro, the the, the Chargers game just had robots promoting the creator like two weeks ago. Dope. Smile Dope. this time last year. Dope. Dope. You know what I mean? But these are the things that these people... But not everybody is willing to do these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Billboards still exist, people. I'm just... You know? Like, it's a lot of things out here, but they're just not, you know, being yeah. resourced when it comes to that. Do saw to these, like, movie reviewers. Like, have them wake up in a room and be like, what the fuck? Like, um, go these no. uh, I, I do not volunteer as tribute. Uh, no. <laughs> so, um... Michael Gambon passed away the other day. Played Dumbledore in the original run of Harry Potter movies, except for the first two. Yep. Yeah. And Richard Harris was Harris was good, but Michael Gambon is like Dumbledore to me. He did his own thing with it, and yeah. like at the time, yeah. weird. 
because he was very different. And I, but like, especially over time watching those, I'm like, I love that he didn't do the same thing. Cause like Richard Harris looks like any picture you saw of Dumbledore, like in a book or something like that. It yeah. was like, he just showed up basically. Like he, he didn't have to do much. Like Michael Gambon did. He was more, I don't, I, I don't want to say flamboyant. I don't think that's the word I'm looking for, but like, I don't know. He, he was different with it. And like, as it went on, like the rest of the stories adhered themselves to like the way he did it. And he got all the like darker themed Harry Potter movies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was great. He was great in other things. Everybody. I know that's probably, that's like his biggest thing, but like I thought he was in layer cake. He was in sleepy hollow. Hollow. Yep. It's a, very, it's a, it's a bummer. Mary, she wasn't a big Harry Potter guy, huh? Nah, man. I, you know, when did when was the first Harry Potter movie? Oh, one, two thousand one, which is weird. It does not seem like it was that long ago. Mm-hmm. His first Same one year. was oh four. Yes, there was a third one. Yep, the third one was oh four. Yeah, yeah. That that was a window of me, like when I when I really felt like I was too cool, bro. Like I was, you know. Like, I was, I I was a teen, teenager and a high school star athlete. I ain't going to see no Harry I, I ain't going to hold you. I ain't get into Harry Potter until, like, the last two movies come out. And my wife wanted to go see them. So I had to, like, catch up on the other, like, seven. Yeah. Like, I, that, that was just one of those things that I thought I was too cool and I missed it. And I wasn't going to go back for it. Rocky? What? I was, like, married in the sense of... I made fun of them. Like, if people reading the books and all that, I was like, man, this is too childish. And then a bunch of us went to go see it Thanksgiving weekend. I was like, yeah, I don't really want to go. I'll go. Saw the first one, I was hooked. I started reading the books and everything. You know what I mean? That's how it works. You know, yeah. you you're not interested until you watch it. Converted that hater. Now, yeah. I didn't really give a shit about the books. Like, I, I tried to read the book, and I didn't get it. Like, the, the writing style was very British- very like yes yeah i was like i'm not understanding what the fuck they're talking about here but then like the movie came out and was huge so i was like i watched the first movie and i I loved it and i was like okay and then i watched the second movie and i was like all right i'm gonna start reading the books and then i read like some of the books yeah but i was like fully into it by the time michael gambon showed up and was doing it and i was like comparing that one i was like oh he's doing it different this is different than the first two but it's good and then as it's on you watch Half Blood Prince is probably his best performance as oh yeah because yeah. so much to do oh yeah in that it's phenomenal and he was phenomenal in other things and it's it's very sad rest in peace sir yeah. uh, Merritt you just watched a uh, movie trailer before we push record what'd you think about it what was the movie Argyle Fool Argyle no I, was, I wanted you to say it no I thought um you know I watched the trailer. Um, I, I like, I love, I love those kind of movies where it has all the action in the world and the, the comedy can be, can go from serious to cheesy and back to serious. And it's like a lot of stuff going on. Um, watching the trailer, it just made me think of Bullet Train. I don't know why, but like, like just the way. Not not the same kind of movie, yeah. not simpler, none of that, but just like how the comedy was. Yeah. Watching the trailer along with the action. And you know I love Bullet Train. You know I love that movie. So 
um, I watched this trailer and it, I'm like, man, I can't wait to see this. So yeah, I'm, I, that was, that was a good trailer. I liked it. I've never seen Matthew Vaughn miss. Like this, this is mandatory viewing the first weekend of February for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't seen Layer Cake or Stardust though. Layer Cake is a sleeper movie, bro. You gotta check that out. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. watch it before this, before Argyle. I like the, the, the other thing that concerns me, Stardust is pretty good too. The other thing that concerns me about the trailer was prior to the trailer coming out, you heard of the movie Argyle, Matthew Vaughn, Henry Cavill, and it was based off of what I was hearing was that Henry Cavill's gonna be in this quite a bit and from seeing the trailer there was very little Harry Ca- Henry Cavill in it so I'm just hoping that you know he is more in the movie than what they showed yeah he's punched his card though he's a, he already got the Guy Ritchie credit now he's got the Matthew Vaughn credit that's dope he's good I didn't get to watch it like I was busy all the set was like Thursday when the trailer dropped I was at work like Really, I was busy all day, and then I had to do the double feature at the theater side, but it played before the creator. And I was like, oh, cool, I get to watch Lucky it. Lucky you. Was, yeah, it was good. I got it before the creator, too. Yeah. Same. Look. Yeah, it just, it looks, and then, like, I was, I was saying before we started, like, it just, it can't miss. But, I mean, I guess any movie can miss, right? But... Yeah, I'm watching the trailer. I'm like, man, they can't miss because you're seeing the actors that they got. Like they are invested, right? So you see the actors that they got in this movie, and then the comedic side of it. And I think, I think um, Rocket, I can see what you're saying, but I think that um, they don't want to give us too much when it comes to Henry. Yeah, yeah. Just hopefully, like Matthew Vaughn, like edited his own shit and was just like, I'm gonna keep this one in the back pocket. Right. Like, so, don't get me wrong. I love you some Sam Rockwell, so I'm excited for that too. So I mean, but I mean, if it's any, if it's anything like anything else that drops in this day and age when it comes to movies, we'll probably get 14 trailers anyway. So that's true. I it, hope not. I it, hope not. I hate. I hate this era of like promoting movies where you get. I mean, I guess it goes back to what I was talking a about. A trailer earlier. for the trailer. Yeah. Like I. Yeah hate this era of like getting so many trailers and then you feel like you saw the movie when you get there like i hate that hell yeah that don't happen but uh let's ease into this october schedule right quick i don't even know where to begin for this first weekend october the 6th wikipedia has like 17 titles i'm not bringing up all these movies uh i figured the the big release next weekend is going to be exorcist the believer um, David Gordon Green ruining another iconic horror franchise. Nick, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, Nick, this is all you. Like, I don't give a shit about this movie. I'm gonna be pissed if he fucks up another one. But like, they're planning like another like two like a movie or two in this. Like, this is called Believer, and I think they're gonna do one called like Deceiver or some shit. And I'm like, if this sucks, he can't be allowed to do it again. Like, we can't. Let him get away so, with it. So, the exorcist believer, the exorcist deceiver, the exorcist ends. We know how this is going to go. Oh, the week, I think we've seen this before. I think we've seen this before. Most definitely. The like, funny thing about is this is, is you want to do trilogies, whatever, great. Let's get the first movie out. Make sure it's a good movie. And I think that's the problem with, with well, these studios and directors. They did that, that with Halloween 18. 
Hey, it's like, of course. But the thing is, this is we already know what he did with Halloween. He fucked that up. Is he gonna fuck up another, you know, classic movie slash now he's trying to make it into a franchise? You know what I mean? Oh, you know what I mean? And the thing is, this is but, the original, hands down, probably one one of the top ten horror movies ever. When but, was top? When was the last time Warner Brothers made an Exorcist movie? I always thought they had the rights. They did. Like, I don't know what happened, but it was like they did Exorcist the beginning. That was 2004, five, four? Around then. And I still, I always have to Wikipedia and look at, they did, there was Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist. But it's like the same thing as the beginning. Like, Stellan Skarsgård is in both of them. And I can never understand, I always forget, like, what the issue with that was. Like, if like if one was, like, a director's version, like, Superman 2. Like, I always forget, like, what the issue with that. But that was the last one that they did. And then this is Blumhouse. So I'm like, I guess that means it's universal. Blumhouse, yeah, it is. Blumhouse is trying to get, like, all the horror franchise Infinity Stones, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that's keeping with this is, like, Good or bad, it's like Halloween had so many sequels. And love them, hate them. There's people that love this one. There's people that love three. There's still people that hate three. There's people that think Curse is good. Like, there's, yeah, there's a weirdest Halloween series. Love it or hate it. There's the Exorcist series really doesn't hold much of a legacy. The first one does. The first one, like the Mount Rushmore of horror movies. But The Exorcist 2 is dog shit. Three is good, but like it's it's not like anything to write home about. And then the two prequels were nothing to write home about either. So I'm like, and if that, this sucks, I don't think it like taints the legacy of the first movie. But it's like if it sucks, they need to not do anymore. It's like just stop. We don't need. I think in general, I think in general, I think that studios are taken away from the fans and the fans' ability to be excited about things when they're going to announce in the beginning that they're doing a trilogy yeah. or they're doing two movies. So they like, let me go watch the movie, leave me on the cliffhanger so that at the end of the movie, I can be like, oh, they got to do another. You remember, we there, there, mm-hmm. there is so many good movies where you left the movie theater thinking, oh, they got to do another one. They have to yeah. do right. And that, that brings a different kind of excitement. And I feel like now, Studios want to announce from the beginning, oh, this is going to be a three movie. Like, why don't, why, why you got to tell us? But then you're adding a different kind of pressure to yourself because we're leaving the first one saying the second one better equal up to, right? They don't even have the, like, you look at Star Wars, which I'm not really talking shit on Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but it always comes back. Like, if they announce it's like Disney's buying Star Wars, we're doing a new trilogy. We're doing this. We're doing this. And it was like, oh, fuck. Ah, give it to me. And then they did The Force Awakens, and they had not even written two more movies. Like, I cannot stress enough that they didn't even have the outline. And that's why you get to The Last Jedi, and it's so weird and unexpected and different, and people hated it. But I was like, if they had just stuck to their guns and finished that, but it's like they didn't. They didn't even have the third one written. And it's like most of the great trilogies... Or you at least have an outline in your head. And I'm like, they don't have an Exorcist 3 movie outline in their head any more than I do. They obviously didn't have a Halloween. That's the other thing, too. That's the other thing, too, is like, 
when you announce that you have three movies, like this is going to be a three movie, you know, series or whatever, you're with the fans, you're putting yourself on a timeline. Because after the first one, you're saying, we're, we're leaving a the theater like, when does the next one come out? Right? And then yeah. it's that whole pressure, it's all over social media. This new movie, this movie need to come out. Where if you just do one, we might leave the movie theater saying they got to do another one, but we're not expecting it. You know what I mean? That's so it can come whenever it comes. The new screams are doing that pretty well. Like they aren't announcing like we're doing 10 more screams. Like we left Scream 5. They were like, are you going to do more? And they're like, maybe. And it was like, <laughs> another one. And it's like, I don't know. It's like but, we still... they, but that left them the room to put it out whenever they were ready. And now we have yeah. a director for then, seven. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. And they still have also... gone Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead, Nick. But anyway, I heard a rumor that seven's going to take place at Christmas. That's pretty fun. But That'd anyway, be fire. How about screen set? Uh... But, that's, but that's the problem with these studios, too. Is like, you know what? You could have an outline. You want to do a trilogy? Great. Have a trilogy behind the scenes. That's what your plan yeah. is. You don't have to announce every little thing because me now as a fan, okay, there's a trilogy. I see the first one. Now my expectations are, are pushed down because, yeah, it could be a great film and I can enjoy it, but I know there's two more coming. Yeah. yeah. You just took the, you know, the thrill away from me in the sense of, oh, there's three movies? Okay, I know no, no main character or the chance of no main character dying in this or... Yeah. You know, the stakes ain't going to be as high. They're going to portray it as high. That was the thing with Saw. That was the thing with Saw this past weekend. Like, things happen in this movie, but it takes place in one and two, so you know nothing heavy is going to go down. Right. Not to the extent that they're acting like it's on screen. It's like, oh, this is it. And it's like, no. And that's not. another thing. Like, I'll be honest with you, I got the eight movie collection of Saw. I'm not going to see this next trash because it's like a prequel to the other thing. It's like one is two, three is six. Five is four. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Like, I don't need to do. If it's a series, let me watch one, two, three. I don't need to do math to watch a movie. Like, I like that drives me nuts. Like, have a fucking plan. I know we've gone back to this at least four times on this particular pod, but it's no way that Halloween planned ends, bro. It was when they said it was three. Absolutely not. There's no way in hell that was like they they came up with the idea. Yeah. That this is how we ended it. It's no way. When David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, John Carpenter, and Jamie Lee Curtis sat down to plan this new iteration of Halloween, the third movie, Corey, is gonna blow people's minds. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael fight, fucking five minutes at the very end, and then he goes in the fucking wood chipper. Yeah. No, there's no, there's no way. No way. There's no way. To- <sighs> twenty-two. There's no way. I, just been- I do think I think the plan I think they had planned out as far as the first two and they said we'll figure the third one out. Like I that's literally they had to have in the middle they movie everybody chants out. evil dies tonight 15 minutes oh, of the whole gosh. thing. All right, uh next I mean, up I, I took I took Rand, did I tell you like I I saw kills I was like it was all right. Once I saw ends I'm like then I tell you kills just Kills was pretty great. Great. <laughs> was great. You Man, know kills just- wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Uh, next up, next up, they got this pet cemetery thing that is, mm-hmm. might be okay. a prequel show on Paramount Plus. Oh my God. So is it a show? I thought it was a movie. I thought it was a new movie. Is it a movie? Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, a I think they. I think, I it's, think it's a movie. Bloodlines, pet cemetery. Yeah, Bloodlines, I think the I'm not watching. Again, oh, like, oh, it's it's 84 minutes long. That looks like a movie. Yeah, 
Again, yeah, yeah. Paramount uh, Pet Cemetery is not my thing. No, so it's good. You like Pet Cemetery? It's, I'm not it, watching. I'm not watching any new pet. I seen the first one, and as a pet owner, and, I'm gonna pass. I hate Pet Cemetery and love Pet Cemetery at the same time. I was scared of shit of it when, when I was a kid. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need no more of that, bro. I'm cool. I watch. I, I have plans to watch it as part of my thing. So I will say one of the most traumatizing things I've ever seen in a movie. And it might have been just because I was young, but that little baby getting hit by that fucking AT wheeler will never. Yeah, nah, I'm good. I will never yeah. forget that, man. It's just a little shoe. No, but like, <laughs> no, but like, it was insane. And yo, and that's how I don't, you know what? That that little kid, they'll get, because that time period of like those movies where you hit Chucky and whatever, whatever, that little kid don't get enough credit for how fucking scary he was, bro. <laughs> he was insane when he came back. Yo. A little tough. Wasn't crazy. Wasn't the kid from Pet Cemetery in like Final Destination? When he grew up or something? I don't I know. Don't, it's the kid from, if you ever saw Mercury Rising with uh, Bruce Willis? Yeah. It's that kid. It's the boys have a penis, girls have a vagina kid. From oh, oh, uh, Was he? He's the very big. I'm confused in movies. Like, there's no way that he was like the, the cop in Saw 3D, right? No. That, but he, that dude He was, was in Final Destination. And disturbing behavior with James Marston. All right. but that that's not connected at all next up Yo, what you got Merritt I was about to say in, in, in the original Pet Cemetery movie the fucking the, the good guy was like scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like with fucking with Clancy Brown I was like the second so yeah, I'll watch it if it's free and it's a movie and it's on Paramount Plus. Like I've got. Didn't it. they just? But didn't they just do a reboot like a few couple years ago? Yeah, that was Yeah, like a. It was okay. That now they doing about. it again. Yes, I mean, that was a remake in a theater a couple years ago, and yeah, then the this is a prequel. I don't know if it's that, a prequel to the original. I don't know if it's a prequel to the remake. I don't know. But that's the funny thing about it. Like, Serving as a prequel to first, Pet Cemetery 2019, so it's a prequel yeah. to the remake. Movie? Oh fuck! But that's yeah. the thing: is the original Pet Cemetery fantastic? The remake, trash. It was fine. I, it, it, the, the only reason they made it was to capitalize on it. It was like you saw that's an pretty, Yeah, that's pretty much it. it. It was fine. It was better than the Dark Tower. For whatever that's worth, he is better than Dark Tower. Does it make it? Congratulations! <laughs> you did it. Um, it was a very remake. Next up, we got this uh, totally killer. I think it's like a time travel slasher on Prime next weekend. I'll check it out. It uh, same plot as another movie. Yeah, Diron Diron kept saying that it looks like what is called the the Final Girls. Girls. I never saw that one. In but plot, the daughter from Except- Mad Men, the wife from Modern Family. What is it on? It's on Prime. Yeah. Oh, so these are straight. To- I think I think the daughter killer chick from Scream Six is in it. Randall Park. Mm. Um, That's amazing. It is the same plot as that other movie. The the dagger chick from Cloak and Dagger, Merritt. She's in it. 
So it, I probably still won't see it. But. It probably won't be particularly scary, but it'll be entertaining. Uh, I don't care about anything else that comes out this weekend. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think of what else does. I see like Dicks the Musical. I see Desperation Road. What the musical? Hold on, tell me, go back. What? What's it called? <laughs> got, got your attention, huh? What is it? Dicks the Musical. No, I can't do that, bro. It's not about penis. I don't care. I, I don't I, care, bro. There's a such thing as bad titling, bro. That's pause. Titling. Pause. Pause. I think it. I think it. I think it is. But it's a two four. Yeah, it's like an a two four, like big, like gay musical. I would probably watch it, but I haven't seen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there, there's some things that is just not gonna happen for me. You know, it's that. That's one of. Them. That's one of them. It, the musical? Uh, just, that's like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that. Desperation that's Road will probably be on physical media on my Walmart shelf in like three weeks. It looks like one of those Mel Gibson, like, I assumed it would be in theaters, but it won't be things. Um, The 11th. So the weekend of the 13th. Nick, calm yourself. Nick, calm yourself. The only thing, the only thing that's coming out is the Taylor Swift concert movie. I don't know what Dear David is. I don't know what Divinity is. So, Nick, this is your time to shine. I mean, I'm gonna go. Like, I already have tickets, but I don't care as much as you do. That's. I was watching your review on the uh, on your movies and on the thing. You were like, I'm not seeing anything in October. And I was like, bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be singing. But in other reviews, I did say that I was going, and I yeah. and like I told my wife, like I told my wife like three days ago, like how do you review a concert movie? Crowd was hype, songs were banging, two stars, like yeah. like five out of five, best thing in the world. Bro, y'all going to see Taylor Swift in concert at the movies? Yes. Fuck yeah! Can't afford to go to the real concert. I don't understand how so many people did. Yeah, that's some white people shit. It's like it's like white yep. person rite of passage. Rocket's going that's, too. That's like what you're much about. Like when people say it's like white people have no culture. It's like, um, hello. And then you just like point at Taylor. No. Doing her little dances. So like many non football watching white people know who Travis Kelsey is now. I want to get a jersey so bad to wear it at the Oh my god. <laughs> just wear it at the theater. I'm like that like, no. pig sorry didn't happen. Nick. But I'm I'm probably not like they're probably gonna be expensive. I'm like I'm not gonna commit oh, yeah. like a bit. Chief Chief ChiefShop.com. I can't imagine how how much the Travis Kelsey jerseys are right now. A, a Travis a, Dra- a Travis Kelsey jersey isn't a bad investment though because the Chiefs are never letting him leave. No, no. But I saw I got no beef with him at all. I saw him on. Does he have a podcast with his brother? Or is like, yeah, yeah, him and his brother. They have a good. Their podcast is actually good. I, yep. Talking about movies, and I was like, you know, he seems like a cool guy. He seems like yeah. I'd get a club. His, his, he's a tool. His public persona is very douchey, but this whole Taylor Swift oh, thing I was, is I was hilarious. About to say, bro, don't get Randy started, bro. He does not like Travis Kelsey for whatever reason, bro. It's it's a whole thing. The, the Taylor Swift stuff hasn't annoyed me like his normal antics. You mean you mean a dance in the end zone? Yeah, like everything extra that comes with Travis Kelsey. Everything. 
everybody does that. Nah, dude. We're not doing this. Yeah, we're not what's doing next? this on a movie podcast. What's, what's next, man? What's Movies, next? not sports. Anyway, it's gonna be great. It's gonna make so much money, and I'm pretty excited. I feel. Oh, like, I feel like I'm really gonna enjoy myself. It's gonna be she so great. Is she? Is she like, one? Is she gonna get paid? Is she making the money for this? Yeah. yeah she struck up some kind of de- distribution deal with theater chains. Bro, she. Not, you know what though? She's getting so much bank from pre-orders that they just announced a Beyonce concert movie like three days ago. Yeah. But Beyonce did this before already. Beyonce already did this and made a lot of money. I believe it. In but, the theater? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they were called Beyonce. I think I think when they were doing Go get your stub or you didn't you didn't see it. Cause I'm not going to the movie. Let me not say that. I was about to give y'all y'all props before you took a shot at me and I wanted to get back at you. Cause I was about to say, I'm not even gonna hate on y'all for real, because if if, if I if wasn't Jay-Z, married, I wouldn't be going. No, because if Jay Z, when he did the Faith the Black concert, if, he, Bruh, if that would have showed up in concert, I wish. I mean, in movies, I probably would have showed up to watch that. I so, wish, man. We were in tech school at that time, like I or maybe still in basic training the weekend it came out. But I wish I could have been able to see that in the theater. It was. It would have been incredible to see that in the movie theater. Fuck I yeah! Got, I still pop it in to watch every once in a while. That's like, that's my. That's the only documentary that I'll claim that I watch. Incredible! It's incredible. Yeah. They used to, it was like it used to be like if you were popular at all, it was like Justin Bieber had like two of them. Justin Bieber like, had one. Yeah. Justin Timberlake had one. Really big. That's why I watched Katy Perry's on like Netflix or something just out of boredom. Like it was like ten years ago. I was like a concert documentary. Like those are always cool. Like it's Katy Perry. And ever since I watched that, we're talking like over ten years ago, I haven't liked Russell Brand. And like he's been. <laughs> Like, he stayed, like, famous or whatever for 10 years, and, like, all this shit's come out now. Well, not like, anymore. I, I've been on the Russell Brand Patreon since I watched the Katy Perry movie. Nas, is incre- Nas has an incredible one, too. I think his is on HBO or something. Nas, is, is a, Nas yeah. has an incredible one. No, it was, like, in sync. He was, like, you watch in sync, Madison Square Garden, HBO. And it was, like, you had to just tune into HBO to watch it. And it was, like, put him out on DVD and stuff. And I'm, like, if they put him in theaters, they would make, Bank. like, into, she's looking to clear a hundred million in her opening weekend, and like I think the highest grossing one that's ever so was crazy. just was like seventy total. Man, so that's because, that's because I that's because the girls in our peer group lost their minds, bro. Oh yeah, is this is this like a one one night event thing, or are they gonna have it? No, nah, like my theater. Or? I keep checking to see if my theater has Killers of the Flower Moon pre sales, and it says Taylor Swift. So it's gonna run. It's gonna run at least a month. Hold on, bro. Yo, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is gonna run your theaters over real movies, bro. Yeah. Y'all, y'all know my struggle. But on that note, segue. The weekend. The weekend of the twentieth of October. The only the only movie I might possibly go see in October is Killers of Flower Moon. But like I said in one of my reviews, my theaters probably isn't getting a three and a half hour movie. To run it twice a day. I'm getting into an IMAX. I kind of, there's no, it'll probably come to the theater, but I think there's no way. But it is. Because, like, all these, like, like Killers of the Flower Moon, we'll get to Napoleon next month. Apple is, is making these huge movies, but they're not putting them on Apple TV Plus. They want to see some With the theater, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll, I gonna see Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Will Smith movie did that. I, we're not there yet, Rocket. 
I think I think that Will Smith movie did that to Apple. Remember, Emancipation that, went straight to Apple. No, but that but that's what I'm saying. When, they were like, but they were expecting. They was like, it's Will Smith. Oh, they put like a hundred million into movie. it and got nothing like, back. They was banking on like we're gonna be able to put this straight on Apple Plus and it's gonna do the numbers. And I think when it did it. They was like, but this is not, Killers of Flower Moon is also like co-financed with Paramount and Napoleon's co-financed probably with Paramount or Universal. But I've seen Napoleon, not to, to I've seen people talk about trailers that they see Sony. in front of every, and I have seen Napoleon trailer in front of every single every movie, movie for like the last month or so. Like, I feel like it's the new Gran Turismo trailer. Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon. And the Marvels were like the three that I got with all three movies on Friday. Yeah. I think I got Aquaman with both. But anyway. I got it with at least two. So, um, Snoo Scorsese. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Which, long since you're not sharing this, your Scorsese binge with us, Nick, on social media, fucker. It's a good thing I'm behind. What, what have you, I want to know what you've seen. I've seen almost. I've I've never seen the Age of Innocence. Neither which, have I. I'm talking like like in the. You mentioned the other day that you're watching Scorsese movies like on the low. What have you watched recently? I was. I, I did. Um, who's that knocking at my door? Uh, never heard Main of her. Street. Alice doesn't live here anymore. Like I'm just doing all of them. Okay. Um, I did New York, New York, which. I had seen, but didn't remember at all. It was a little better than I remembered it being. Uh, King of Comedy. I'm probably skipping some. Taxi Driver. Whatever that is. Uh, some movie called Taxi Driver. Uh, uh, the the long time diehards know what we just did. There should be one person in that. Ah, throw it back. Reference. I got it. Uh, the Color of Money. Uh, Raging Bull. I did up to Goodfellas. And I did Goodfellas maybe like two weeks ago, and I just have not had time. Well, you reached the mountaintop. Working and movies. I'm just like, shit, I need to watch. I don't know what Old Dads is. Bill Burr, directed by Bill Burr, Bobby Cannavale, Bokeem Woodblind, Katie Asselton. Directed by Bill Burr is interesting. On on Uh, Netflix, it has a poster? Mm Mm-hmm. It's just them standing there like... Like they're about to drop a a retirement home hip-hop album? We're bad dads. There you go. Butcher's Crossing, the sequel to Miller's Crossing all this time later. I don't know what this is. Nicolas Cage is in it. No, that's not real. Right. Uh, Now, the weekend of the 27th. Rocket. Five Nights at Freddy's. I can't find a reason to care. Why should I go see this? It looks kind of fun. I'll probably yeah. end up, uh, I, watched, I I saw, I read up on it today. I saw something, because I was just trying to see what movies were coming in the fourth quarter. And they popped up, and at first I was like, yeah, that's some bullshit. But then I, like, looked at it, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to see that. Like, Haunted yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, for, like, for our generation, like, Haunted Chuck E. Cheese does have an interest. And, then, like, Josh Hutcherson as the lead is interesting, too. Yeah. Well, there you go. Watch it. I don't think we get enough. I don't know what Five Nights at Freddy's is, though. Exactly. Like, it's a, me like a, 
Chappelle's the shit. Like, it has this following, and and nerds wanted this movie for so long, and it's like, it's a video game? You never played the games? You never played the games? No. That game is creepy as hell, man. I just, oh, I just, I remember seeing, like, like, figurines and stuff of it when I would go in GameStop. I'll watch it on Peacock. It's come up and ask, like, you got FNAF merch. I'm like, what the fuck did you say? FNAF. But I don't know what it is. Like, you talk about SpongeBob. It's like, you got SpongeBob merch. It's like, you know, SpongeBob was a cartoon. Mm. Nap, you know, a media franchise. It was like, what was Five Nights at Freddy's? Was it a video game first? Was it a show? Was it a book? I still don't know. Nobody knows. I, either. I like, think a video game. It's a movie now. What was it? You know, the, what was crazy is that when I first saw that it was a movie, like they, they, when I first saw it on the list, I looked at the poster and I was like, I'm not seeing that bullshit. And then for whatever reason, I clicked on it and saw it was a horror and I got interested. I was like, what do you mean horror? It like, looks like, it, it's like 13 or but it looks like spoopy. Like, that's what I call it. Like, they don't really make movies like that anymore. Like, The House with a Clock on Its Walls was probably, like, the last one where I was, like, kind of like a kid-friendly horror movie. Yeah. They don't do those anymore. They're like the Goosebumps movies. It's like you everything... That's what this is? I don't want to see that. No. That doesn't be, like, but real no, horror. I... Yeah, but it's probably... It's more like PG-13. But I'm like, we don't see that anymore. So that also kind of interests me. I'm like, yeah. Man. I don't need everything. Oh. There's a lot of like shit that looks like it's like getting its limited release the weekend of the 27th, and I don't know when the wide release is, so I'm just gonna bring it up now. Uh, pain, the Pain Hustlers, Emily Blunt, Chris Evans on Netflix, The Killer, New David Fincher, Michael Fassbender on Netflix, The Holdovers, New Alexander Payne, Paul Giamatti. I feel like I'm the only one that feels like that looks amazing. It looks, I like it. Yeah. The trailer. Yeah, trailer's really good. Um, just so we can break, let's uh hit our most anticipated for October. I mean, mine's Killers of Flower Moon by default, even though I probably won't Same. see it until March. Same for me. Taylor. The oh, Harris. But if that doesn't count, then probably Killers of the Flower It counts. It's oh, in theaters. Uh, yeah. Javon. I want to it's just so bad but it's just it's not any other director i think that i think that we're all just going to be on par with the most anticipated for october i can't find my i can't find nothing personally for me that makes me want to say something different martin scorsese shitty white people doing shitty white people shit you know i don't you know that's not you know what i mean taylor too yeah you can you can pick taylor swift (laughs) White people shit. It, honest, dude, it honestly might be the killer, but the killer comes out in November. Yeah. So uh, a- we're going to break, come back, and do November. All right. The weekend of November the 3rd, Neil Berger got The Marsh King's Daughter, Daisy Ridley, Ben Mendelsohn, Gary Hedlund. I won't come here. I think I saw a poster. I'm down for anything Daisy Ridley. Yeah. She uses an American accent in it. Really? Yeah. The big 
released this weekend is probably going to be Sofia Coppola's Priscilla movie. Yeah. A24, yeah. again, won't come here. Uh, Meg Ryan directed a rom-com with her and David Duchovny. I'm fucking there, dude. I don't care. I've been saying happened to Meg Ryan for like 10 years. Merritt ain't got like, no time yeah, for this white people shit. Where'd she go? Quiz ladies. Aquafina, Sandra O, oh, Jason Schwartzman, <laughs> Will Ferrell. That might get watched. Probably not. I ain't got no time for that shit. Uh, what was that? Quick quiz lady with Aquafina and Sandra O. Oh. oh, I think they play sisters. Yeah. That's all I know about it. Yeah. yeah, that's all I know about it too. But I didn't know Will Ferrell was involved. Might be funnier than I thought it would be. So, uh, the weekend of the 10th of November, Captain Marvel 2. I mean, the Marvels. I mean, I'm there. Like, Yep, same. But it's I'm definitely there, but, like, it's not with overexcitement. Nah, nah. From the director yeah, of Candyman, piggybacking off of the Miss Marvel show, we got, we got, um, damn, Tanya Paris back. Like, I'm hyped. This is already better than the first Captain Marvel movie. I'm stoked. I'm glad it's getting IMAX screens. Like, Dune moved, yeah. and everybody was... And I was secretly in my head, it's like, this means I can watch the Marvels in IMAX if I want. Yo, like, for me, for me, I'm, like, in that small percentage of, like, people who, like, like the first, the Marvel, like, Captain Marvel movie, right? And I like Captain I like the Captain Marvel movie, so I'm in a small percent there. The the this this next one, it's the bottom second, five the Marvels, MCU. The Marvels is the issue is not that I have a problem with Captain Marvel or what they're gonna do in this movie. I I'm I'm at a point with Marvel in general that I'm like just show and prove. I, I was I telling y'all, yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy was so good. I was telling y'all. That's that's a project to James Gunn. That doesn't mean the MCU's back on track. So this is the prove it moment. Yeah. yeah, like I like I just need to I need to see it. Like I feel like um I don't know, man, things I like at one point I was like, yeah, things have been hit or miss. And now I'm just more like things have been a little more missed than this hit. bumpy road. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Still on the trip, but it's like uh love and, and it's like and it's like I don't mind it, but because I, because I, I think people forget that, even in the early phases, there were moments where it was like, uh, 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 and then they, then we got, we got a knockout punch, right? Like there, yeah. there's been a lot of times like this in in Marvel. We just, you know, what I'm saying we got past it. So I, I kind of need to get past it at this point. Like yo, people, will, like it, they retroactively decide that movies are bad in the MCU more than like anything. It's like no. you'll get. Like Far From Home is so trash. Imagine if Far From Home wasn't trash. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. Far From Trash. Like, I'm sorry, that movie was people trying was to wrong? like. I don't understand people saying Far From Home is trash. Like, I don't understand how people just say the Big Bang Theory is trash, and nobody's ever given me a straight answer. Like, I like aside from Merritt knows. Aside from the Michael Keaton reveal, Tom Holland's face, like realizing that his girl's dad is the big bad villain. I kind of like Far From Home a little more than Homecoming. I like it more than Homecoming. I thought every same page. But the consensus is like, Spider-Man Far From Home sucks. Like, bitch, shut up. 
The whole night monkey know, thing is stupid, listen, but whatever. I, I get sick of that with Marvel in general. Like, like people, like not just you know what, not just with Marvel, but just with entertainment in general. Where in the moment, like I, I feel like I'd be in a lot of arguments now. Where I'd be like, but if you were watching these movies or listening to these albums or whatever when they came out, the way that y'all are saying now is not what it was in that time yeah. period, right? And I feel like with Marvel, that happens a lot now where they're like, oh, that movie was mid. And it's like, no, but in that moment, the movie was fucking incredible. I don't know what but you're talking it, about. Like, exactly. I mean, like, you also got to remember, too, is this changing of the guard into this. Bob Iger was the CEO. He leaves Bob takes over. Now, that being said, the movies that were done under Bob uh, Chapek when he started running it, that's all stuff Bob Iger did with Kevin Feige. We are now seeing what Chapek did on his own, and I think that's the reason, like, he rushed, I feel like they rushed a ton of those Marvel series on Disney Plus just to get them out there. Look at the quality under Bob Chapek and the movies that were when he actually, they weren't even out yet, that he actually did to what I agree that I think Marvel will get back on track. And I think it sucks for us because we love, you know, movies and all that. But this strike is like, say, the break that Marvel, I think, needed because now there are movies that should be coming out are not even in production, yeah. are being written and all that under Bob Iger now. So those things are going to change. I, I got a feeling that I don't want to say guarantee, but the movies going forward after Marvel's that have not been written or out in production yet Blade. will be under Iger and Feige. Those are going to get the ones back, Marvel back on track to better quality, better movies. Because I feel like under Bob Chapek, it was like, bottom line, got to make these movies, get these things out. Like, they were making, Feige yeah. had like, what, six TV series projects, four movies. I mean, the guy basically didn't have control of anything from what I'm, you know, what you read in here. Where in the past he everything went under and through Feige, where these projects did not. I think I think Marvel had two things. I think the first thing is they hit a, a, a they hit a bit of bad luck. There's been things just happened that we weren't you know that Marvel wasn't planning for. They didn't see coming, so they hit some bad luck, and then there was a little bit of cockiness there. The first the bad luck. The COVID thing was bad luck. Like when COVID happened, that was a bit of bad luck. And I think it threw off some stuff for them. You know what I mean? And then, oh. then right. So you know, I, there's some bad luck there. But then I think it was also some cockiness where they had built such a fan, fan base and we were so invested that they had a thought process that we were going to just accept whatever they gave us. Yeah, they right? thought they had the Midas touch. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. And because and and when you, and the pro these TV shows could have been great, but they were so hell bent on making us accept that they was going to give us these thirty five to forty five ep minute episodes for eight episodes, and it's just not enough. Not and the episodes aren't long enough, and they wanted to be stubborn about it, and it's like it's not good enough. And I I I don't think they actually started. They did they didn't want to listen. Until this last one, until you know what I mean, 
until the Nick Fury one, because I think now they're kind of like feeling the heat of like, oh, we got to figure out something else because these 35 to 40 minute episodes for eight episodes, because they get to a point where in the last four episodes of a show, they're rushing. You can yeah. feel they're rushing, right? Like if you and think about it, if you think about it, look how Secret Invasion ended. Amelia Clark's character is basically unstoppable. She has every power of every superhero ever, you know, that lived. That, to me, is lazy writing. And B, I guarantee you, Kevin Feige wouldn't have signed off on some shit like that. Like, that makes no... Like, she could defeat the whole... She could defeat whoever now. Like, yeah, it's like... Her again, probably. Like, she's not going to be in the Marvels or anything. It's like, she's... Yeah. With hammers. She needs to be taken in a lab and like destroyed. But it's like we're just gonna leave it open ended. And it's like she could have just love off of Thanos or something. She's just, like, just hanging out with I mean, let her kick it with Olivia Coleman. But that's the thing too. Is no way of fixing that. Like, there's no way. Like, the nothing you could do. You either gonna kill her off, or you're gonna never address it again, or you're going to say, what What do you do? And that's that's another point. It's like. 20, 2021, it was like the pandemic was like a wall. For it, it was a wall for everybody. Everybody was like shit, but it was like Marvel was really like it was like they didn't know what to do. So twenty twenty one comes and we get all these shows. Like you look at how much MCU shit. Like everybody's talking about, oh, it's Marvel overload. And I just say it was. It really wasn't until twenty twenty one where we got WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If. And then Black Widow, okay. Shang-Chi, The Eternals, and Spider-Man, and Hawkeye, and technically Venom. That was like 10 things in 2021. That's the world and I want to go back to. The, nah, it, it was, it, even to me, I was like, this is a lot. Like, why did they shove Eternals in there? I just like, I hate that they came out with so much. And then the next year we got like three shows, and then this year we're barely about to get our second show. Yeah, but it's like I kind of it's like we haven't had a movie in the theater since Guardians Three, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's been some time. Let's let's see. I think it is like kind of like a less is more because there's so much shit. Not no, we're had yeah. Oh, whereas like look, we saw Harry Styles and there was in Inter- Craven getting pushed back, big ass thing hanging off the earth, and all this stuff, the sword. I'm like, that's all stuff we have not addressed since. Everything Shang-Chi related, we have not addressed since. And we've seen, what's his name, like, two different times since. We'll get, yeah, a, couple, I, we'll get a couple answers next year. But also but the... Like, uh, Nick, I think that's the problem, though. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a cocky... That the cockiness that I'm talking about is, like, they, in their mind, they was like, yo, you see how big we was able to go with Infinity War and Endgame? We can go bigger than that, right? And at some point, you you can't you have to understand that you can only go so big without doing too much. I feel like this whole the MCU right now has so many storylines going, so many things open, and I think it's overwhelming for them. That's what I was telling I, my man's at work. Every they keep saying that Deadpool three is supposed to be that backdoor into uh, Secret Wars or whatever. It's gonna be too much time from twenty twenty four to like twenty twenty eight. Like, it's just we've got like, the case. Eternals was what year? What year was Eternals? Twenty one. Twenty one. So we're in twenty three, about to be in twenty four, right? 
It's no way that that, that big ass celestial just hanging out the earth this long and <laughs> nobody says nothing. They're gonna insane. they're gonna say something next year. But that but the but the fact that it's been this long. Yeah, I know. With as many projects that we had, nobody <laughs> said nothing. That's why I think the the plan for Avengers movies to end phases or whatever the fuck now. I think it's a bad idea because. You got the cast camaraderie. You got the team ups in between the major, you know, before Thanos. Like, if nobody's coming together until it's time to stop Kang or whoever the secret invasion villain ends up being, we're not going to care about this big ass cast of Avengers together. But not only that, like, nobody, nobody acknowledges the Eternals. Like, the Eternals was just there doing shit, fighting big ass. Nobody, like, I feel like it's just, they tried to do so much. So, they tried to make things so big. Now we have these multiverse things going on. Imagine and if I we would have got like, the Inhumans movie. I feel like, like, they make characters have amnesia. Yeah. When it comes to, like, shit that everybody clearly should see happening, right? Yep. And I don't know. It's just, it's but dark. Like we've been in the galaxy this year. We got the Marvels. We're gonna be in the galaxy again. And it's like nobody's gonna acknowledge the giant like celestial robot thing hanging off the Earth. Like nobody's gonna be like, hey. Or it's like we've had Thanos' brother show up. It was like the Guardians didn't mention that once. Not that I needed them. To. Gamora and Nebula never knew he had yeah. a brother. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about it too is, if you think about it, look at the first three phases. It built up. You knew where it was going or heading to, and it built up. Each character had their own storyline, but it was they were, it was a crash course. You know what? This feels like it's all over the damn place. Like, and, and okay, at the end, they were saying, what did they say? Um, the multiverse is going to answer a lot of questions or this and that. It never did. And then, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, fantastic, but that was its own storyline. But Rocket became too. But the the great thing about the earlier phases was that it was containable. Yeah. So because it was it was small enough where if Iron Man did something in a movie, right? It was it was small enough where Captain America could in his movie without having nothing to do with it could be like, yeah, that thing that's going on at the Stark Tower. And 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 answer our question, right? It was containable enough that a writer could address something from something else because it was small enough. We're at a point now where things are just so huge that they're telling these writers like, hey, they're going in, the writer's like, what do you want us to address? What the, What do you want us to address? Do you want me to address the Eternals? What happened with them? Do you want me to address the guard? What, what do you want us... It's, it's too big to address anything. But the, Marvel, the Marvels is giving us the second bangle, though. And I think that's going to, like... You know, give us like breadcrumbs into what could come. Like, I, I think, I think if Shang Chi isn't in the post credit scene or some shit like that, if you don't show up, because I think the Ten Rings have to do something with the Bengals and all yeah, that. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the mid credits, post credits for the Marvels could or, acknowledge that beacon. Yeah, if if he don't show up, then what are you doing with the character? So, are, what are y'all? Yeah, are these bang? Is are these Bengals? Are they are they canes? Are, are, like in my mind, they they have to be canes. They have to be. Am I am I tripping? Like no, because because Kane's whole thing is time travel and moving through time and right right. That's what we're that's what 
That's what we've been given, right? Yeah. And and when you watch um, Ant Man, I know nobody wants to watch that again. But when you watch Ant Man Colomania, all of his stuff, even though it's super huge, right? But it all kind of looked like rings of the Bengals, right? Like all of the blue within the circles and all that stuff. Right? Yeah. So it, it all looks similar. So we got that. And then now we have all the marbles whose powers are kind of connected to each other. And they're they're swapping they're swapping spaces, right? And when I watched yes. the Miss Marvel TV show, they had her going back into time, right? So mm-hmm. I'm guessing the way all of that's gonna and that's gonna connect to to um to um um to our guy, right? So who has the other bangle or have the the ten rings or whatever the fuck he's calling it, right? So I guess all of that is going to connect, but that still leaves everything else. Yeah. Right? The Hulk and, cannot uh, ever, like, they'll be like, and then the Hulk shows up and be like, is his son with him? They'll be like, his what? Yeah, we're like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, that's something we did. Shit. And who did he mm-hmm. fuck? Like, to have a kid. Like, I, I, that's what I want to know. They're creating, and then they're creating I just want to talk about the rest problem. of November. They're, I think they're inadvertently, unexpectedly creating a whole nother problem that has nothing to actually do with the MCU. And that's that, even though I'm glad they did it, but I, it's going to be a fucking problem that they brought back Daredevil. And now everybody's going to be like, what the fuck? What about Froggy and Karen? That's a whole nother issue in, in the MCU. That's, or at least it will right? be. It, it's a whole different issue, right? Like, so y'all just get rid of the fucking like you know what I mean? So it's just so much, man. So I'm I'm as I'm excited to get an MCU movie, but I I, I need to wait and see. Is that's just where I'm at right now. And I think that's what took away like like you're saying the joy, the fun of it is because like the other phases, it was leading to something. It was small was contained, but it was leading like it was a crash course. It was leading to something. So you're like, oh, I can't wait to what this next movie leads us to. We're getting there closer. Where this is like I said, all over the place. And they still haven't answered no questions at all. And it's like, okay, so now when I watch another, like the Marvels, hopefully they answer, give me something. But at the end of the day, it's like, if it doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised. But that's where, you know, when you watch something, you want, if it's only, if it's contained as its own movie, you could enjoy it, love it, great. But this is supposed to lead towards something else. And we've had a whole phase that hasn't led towards anything yet. But I think the Marvels are going to add to the list. I think we're going to get a Marvels movie. They're going to give us something else brand new. And it's going to be like, okay, we got something else now. Another one. Yeah. We, got, we got a whole and other one. Not, not to like make this go on. Just, does it take place before or Secret Invasion? Pretty sure after. Great question. Because Fury is on the ship and he goes back at the end of Secret Invasion. <laughs> We'll find out. Eric knows. Yeah, but that don't even. We don't even know. We that still could be before. Eric's already yeah, seen that it. Could be fucker. Before and th- yeah. So uh. <laughs> also that weekend, which will. What comes after this movie? I'm sorry, my bad. What Deadpool. Comes after the movie? Nothing. Deadpool. Nothing. Or a TV show. Deadpool? I don't know. What if two? Um, Echo. But also that weekend, which will probably go to like four theaters in the whole country. Dream Scenario starring Nicolas Cage 
A24, produced by Ari Aster. I never... Did y'all see the trailer? No. I haven't watched the trailer yet. It's out, though, right? Yeah. If I hear it's good, this is probably something I'll blind by. Uh, the weekend of November 17th. The Hunger Games. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So basically... The Hunger, the Hunger Game beasts and where to find them, uh, like directed by the director of every Hunger Games sequel, and I Am Legend. Like, do we need a prequel of how Snow like came into power? Do we care? It is a book. It is a book. Yeah. Okay. It was the book came out in like twenty twenty. <laughs> Excuse me. As long as it's not that- Fantastic Beasts just made up on the spot to make money. No, yeah, it is. It was the book. I that was kind of my takeaway from people's reaction to the book. It was like, did we need this? Apparently, the answer is yes, because they made the movie <laughs> very well. I I think I think that um, I was one of those people that really liked the the whole Hunger Games movie. Same. And yeah. it's been a while, right? So you know, just seeing it was like, oh shit, we doing another Hunger Games? I'm gonna see it. I'm 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 there. All right, I'm there. I'm there. But, Merritt, are you taking the children to go watch Trolls Band together? Because as a grown man with no children, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'm taking the kids. Yeah, that's that's a definitely go. In sync or back, bitch. Yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what I was I'm gonna definitely. say earlier. That uh, in sync was on Hot Ones, and they were talking about how how hectic the life of TRL was. Yeah, I was there for that. I saw in sync when I was ten. Pink was the opening act. I had a lot of sisters, but it was also it was a different time. It was a way Justin different time. Boxed. He had cornrows in his hair. It was fucked, but I was I was there. So I could go back and be like, "Hey, you're gonna be thirty three, and you're still watching these guys in a movie theater." Like, really? Fuck. All right, uh, Taika Waititi is directing a soccer movie called Next Goal Wins. This 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 looks whatever. I just mm-hmm. I'm not a Taika Waititi guy. Thor, I'll watch it. Thor Although, Ragnarok being the exception. Trailer. I think this trailer. I meant to say it when we were talking about Argyle. I was like, this trailer. Something I'm sick of with trailers. It's like Argyle was like from the twisted mind of Matthew Vaughn. I'm like two people in this theater. Now as who that is like from the but i think this did it from from the guy who brought you jojo rabbit and it's like just say the director well i'm just i'm just i just i just haven't forgiven him yet for yeah for love and thunder so i'm i'm cool on this like i'm i'm sorry i like love and thunder i'm starting to think i'm the only person in the world that likes love and thunder my dad probably so my dad's like, I get it though. Like sometimes people will shit talk a movie, and I'm like, dude, what are you saying? I'm like, they talk about Love and Thunder, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get why expect it. Yeah, no, we're, just... we're moving on before Merritt takes 15 minutes talking yeah. about his hate of Love and yeah. Thunder. I'm not, I wasn't gonna say nothing, bro. That's I'm, I'm, I wasn't. I'm, I'm done. I'm not gonna say nothing. I really wasn't. There, there is a movie that's coming out this week, that weekend, that I'm intrigued about. That's probably the one I'm gonna bring up next. So, are, are you going to see soccer? No. Okay, so Eli Roth has taken his like mini trailer from the Grindhouse movies, and he made it into a movie called Thanksgiving. I really hope my theater yes. gets this. 
Same. I'll end up watching this every November. What is it, a horror movie? Yeah, it's yep. like a, a Thanksgiving slasher movie. And knowing Eli Roth is going to be pretty fucking gnarly. Yep, and that's my hope. I hope, like, you know, I hope we get a new... Not right now, but hopefully in the future, this becomes another horror icon. Is it like, like is it is it like a your next type of movie? It just looks like a slasher movie. Yeah, that's slasher yeah. like if you ever watch the Grindhouse, like uh, Death Proof. Yeah, you know how Planetary and Death Proof had those like fake trailers in between. Mm-hmm. But like we got it's the like machete, we got Hobo with a shotgun. Now we're getting Thanksgiving. Yeah, this was oh. be like a. Like one of those really old school like slasher movies, like the fake trailer was like, "Arrive hungry, leave stuffed." Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> now here's my, here's my thing: is, is the killer gonna be called the Pilgrim? That'd be silly. That'd be goofy. Is he called I, the Pilgrim? I wouldn't hate it. So, I mean, I saw the little bit I'm of the trailer, and that, it looks. I'm in. Why do I have a feeling like the dad of that family is the guy? <laughs> the suits guy. He was in Hostel. Suits, bro. Yeah, right, yeah. Go ahead, You're not going to name him the Pilgrim, bro. You know, this time <laughs> is way too sensitive for that. Eli Roth doesn't care, though. He's kind of in that yeah. Tarantino realm of I'll take whatever heat comes with my bad decision. He's the bear Jew. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the bear Jew. Uh, it's like it's I'm just hoping that this, this this is a good movie. It turns out to be where we get a new horror icon in yeah. the future, and that's what I'm hoping. I for. feel like fans are gonna love it, but it's gonna have like that three percent tomato score. Yeah, I thought X was gonna get that. Like I started seeing people on Twitter talk about how great it was, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. It'll have a forty percent rent a minute. It just didn't, and I was just like, oh interesting right but like maybe maybe this will be a hundred percent like maybe we'll love it i still think eli roth's best movie might be the only like not r-rated one he did house with the house. cock in his walls i think that might be his best movie i like hostile i like cabin fever but are they great films i don't remember I don't hostile i've seen the first two hostels and barely remember them i just remember what the dog did at the end of two <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I loved Hostel. We got Emerald Fennel's follow-up to Promising Young Woman, Saltburn. I don't particularly know what this is about, but because I really liked Promising Young Woman, I'm probably going to see this. Yeah, I'll check it out. I like the trailer. I feel that's another trailer. I didn't see the trailer. Oh, but I've seen the trailer in front of like five things since it came out. Even played in front of Jimmy the other day. I was like, why am I watching a movie trailer? Is it like talented Mr. Ripley-ish? It looks talented Mr. Ripley-ish. Like, there's... I, I don't want to say it looks gay, but there's gay vibes. <laughs> I can't... I, I gay vibes all over this. I don't hate it. I'm not mad. But there's vibes. May, December on Netflix. Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore. I'm kind of sold based off that. And... I think one of them is like trying is an actress that's gonna portray the other one or something. Oh, that's kind of cool. They don't look anything alike that, at all. That is true. <laughs> it's like why would Natalie Portman play Julianne Moore? Okay. Uh, Tim Story's follow up to the Blackening is 
called Dashing Through the Snow. It looks like a Disney Plus Christmas movie. Ludacris and Tanya Paris in it, though. So I'm interested. Also, I saw a thing. Oh, wait. Never mind. We're still in November. Yeah, we're still in November. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, on the 21st, Netflix is dropping Leo, that Adam Sandler voiced animal movie. It's on my watch list, but I'll probably watch yeah. it in like 2032. I keep falling behind on streaming movies. Like, yeah. Have them written down, but then you get in the holidays of work and it's a busy, 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 and then you go watch real movies. I call them re- real movies in the theater, and you get home and it's like, fuck, I haven't watched No One Will Save You. Yeah. Shit. I want to see that. I still haven't seen that either. Yeah. I get it. It's good. It was wild. It's, it, it gets more difficult too in the in in the holiday season. Yeah, for you sure. Have your like mm-hmm. my, your traditional. I'm committed to these movies during yeah. the holiday season. And People, then all that stuff just fall by the wayside. Like, I'm not not watching Home Alone during the Christmas. Yeah, facts. Really, you know what I'm saying? They have to watch fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like, facts. oh, but you got 10 movies on Netflix. It's like, okay, it's October 1st. Netflix will like, always be there. Yeah. So we got uh, Thanksgiving Wednesday. I'm just going to ramble off all these and we can talk about all of them. We got we got Wish, the new Disney animation that's that's required in the theater. Napoleon, Ridley Scott, Joaquin Phoenix. I'll see it when I can. Good Burger 2 on Paramount Plus. Maestro, starring and directed by Bradley Cooper on Netflix. So, have have at it. I'm kind of interested in like all four of those. I think Wish Wish could potentially fight. No, I can't. Wish could be one of the best movies of the year, though. I hope so. I hope it's a new Disney classic for sure. Yeah, so do I. Chris Pine, Ariana DeBose, Chris Pine, bro, I'm in. I was about to say it could fight for one of the best animated movies this year, and then immediately Spider-Verse and Ninja Turtles hit my brain, and I was like, Animation been too strong this year. That shit. It could be in the conversation, but animation been way too strong this year. It it also got to fight Mario. It got to fight, bro, this Elemental. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta fight some shit to get. Ruby I, was, I was about to say Ruby Gilman. <laughs> was that? Was also a movie. Teenage Kraken. That shit it up. Or gotta that, pick it up. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I'm rooting for Disney, the big corporation. But it's like, I'm. Re- it's like they've been having some like flops, especially in, like just their regular animation, no. like Strange World. And Strange World was amazing. People acted like Encanto was like this big thing, and I was like, no, it was absolutely a box office flop. It didn't do shit in the theater. But it is a good movie. It just had the song. <laughs> I agree. It Gosh. was a good movie. And even Elemental was looking like a flop until it like grew legs. Disney Disney just don't have the it don't have the it don't have that um the juice. The Riz. But like that's why but, they greenlit Zootopia two, Frozen Three, all these franchise sequels fucking Toy Story 5 that, Toy Story 5. that we absolutely like, don't like, need <laughs> like when I went back I'm going back to what I said earlier that's Bob Chapek look when a Disney movie or Disney Pixar movie came out it was must see at the theater events these things come they, Disney Pixar doesn't miss but yet you put Soul which was fixed after I saw Soul I started like questioning my life after <laughs> I saw Soul I was like that thing was Dope. Turning Red was fantastic, and yep. yet he was taking these movies 
and putting him on Disney Plus. Well, like the normies, like we know what's going on, but the normies now are like, oh, Disney movie coming out? I'll just wait for Disney Plus. Yeah. And that's the thing is, he screwed up that whole thing. Elemental, like Nick just said, it was flopping. It was flopping hard. And then word of mouth kept going and it made money. Wow. I mean, it made some money. And the thing is this, did it break even? It probably lost money, but at the end of the day, is if it I lost see. money, it didn't lose as much but as I, what it was going to a, lose. But there's a, but there's a, you're not the only, you're not the big man on campus level to it too, though. Mm-hmm. There, there's other people, other things that's coming out that are animated that are like there was a time where Disney just ruled the space, right? And then yeah. did you you didn't get really nothing else, and then a Disney movie of that year came, and you was like, I can't wait to see fucking whatever it was, right? The Lion King, the Emperor's New Groove. There was a time where it was like they were. It didn't matter what the world stopped for a Disney movie. It just don't work like that no more. Home on because the Range. There's so many other things happening. Merritt loves Home on the Range, <laughs> and Chicken Little. Right? Don't cap. I love Chicken Little. Fuck Chicken Little. I like Meet the Robins. I think Meet that the Robins is that's one of my so favorite. underrated. <laughs> listen, so listen underrated. Me. Listen to me. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, so I underrated. Bro, listen to me. I beg for years. I beg Randy to watch this fucking movie. And I bro. did. <laughs> I big this movie up so much. I was like, yo. It's one of my favorite movies all time. One of my like I begged him. He didn't even so he didn't crazy. watch it until he decided to watch all the Disney movies ever. No. He wanted to watch that no, that that is that is false. I had seen it one time before in like two thousand eight and I barely remembered it. Oh, okay. But she was like, I'm not watching it again until I watch all the movies. Yeah. Right? But I had bigged it up. I didn't think there was anybody else out there that felt the same oh. way I did. So I'm you guys made my fucking day today. Cause I'm like, that movie is so underrated. The movie is incredible, Nora. Yeah. Peter Robinson is incredible. That's a good movie. So yeah, I don't nobody else like it wasn't like a huge hit for Disney and there was never no. a sequel. But it, it was fantastic. Full disclosure. Full disclosure, I've never seen the original Good Burger. So Meaning. I'm going to watch them both, like, right after Thanksgiving. Me neither. I've never seen that. I'll be eating a burger, but I'll be watching a burger. I don't care about, I don't care about, like, at the time, I liked Keenan and Kale. I liked all that, but then I was like, I'm not watching that bullshit. Yeah, that was my life, renting that. I remember renting that and watching over and over and over, and, like, we had to go take the video back. And I was watching it. My mom coming up and be like, we have to go take these back. I'm like, it's almost done. I was like, I'm halfway through watching it for my seventh time. Was the VHS orange? Yeah. And it had a burger on it. Yeah. It didn't have no fucking burger on it. No, it did. Um, the, the VHS tag, it was orange. And then with the little white sticker thing, it, it was a burger fucking, it was. Oh, was it? It, it was. Well, I love- on November 30th, McGee is directing a family movie on Netflix with Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms called Family Switch. I feel like I saw like a promotional like picture for this. Probably won't see it. I don't care. I'm probably most anticipated for November. Rocket. Shit. Um, it's, it's the Marvels. It's for all four of us. It's the Marvels. What are we yeah. talking about? Yeah. Putting wish. I agree. Putting for Marvels. Wish. I I think I think I'm gonna enjoy. November though, because I think I want to yeah. see Marvels, I want to see Hunger Games, I want to see Wish. So yeah. I think I think I agree. Yeah, I will say this: 
by default, it is Marvels. But like I said, I'm super intrigued with Thanksgiving. So it's yes. like that's that's a close. November is a November yeah. could be a good year. I'm, November yeah. could be one of those years. <laughs> one of those months. Marvels crashes. Ooh. I'm like, I, but it's like Wish. It's like I want Wish to do well and like potentially be like another like. Yeah. Like, look. My like expectation we, for Wish is to be able to be talked about in the conversation with um, Princess and the Frog. Like I feel like another one. Feel like I feel like um, the tone of the movie. Like when I watched like the trailer, the tone of the movie, yeah. the jokes, some of the subject matter and stuff. I feel like it falls aligned with that movie. So I'm hoping that you know people will go out and watch it and it gets that kind of that. I, kind of, it was like the first like teaser trailer for Wish. I saw it played for the Little Mermaid mm. in IMAX, and it's just a teaser. I thought the teaser was way better than the new trailer, but it, it was like from the studio that brought you Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, Moana, and it was like wow, cool. And then it was like Frozen, fucking like it through like it was like <laughs> yeah. They they listed like six movies, and like two of them were like <laughs> iconic classics, and there were like two modern classics they threw in. <laughs> Encanto, fucking Cinderella. And I was just like, wow. I was like, that worked for me. That probably worked for all these normies. Right. Princess and the Frog was was another one. Underrated. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, kind of. For sure. But uh, that's it for November. One last break, and then we'll hit December right quick. So the... uh... The weekend, the the further speaking of weird, which we spoke of off wax, which is weird to bring up. Uh, the first weekend in December, fix your face, Nick. It's always that like limited weird. release movie. Like we got like Violent Night the first weekend last December, which was still dope. Um, so like, I don't know if these are limited release movies. I don't know if I'm gonna get a chance to see some of these motherfuckers, but like. The bike riders come. They have on December first, which at at, the, at first I was like, "Dude, it's artsy festival." And then I saw the trailer, and the bike riders yeah. looks kind of fire. It looks good. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silent Night, which I got a trailer for this past weekend. New John Woo, yeah. Joel Kinnaman. I'm in. I'm, I'm SNC. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know there was a trailer out for it until I saw Saw the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I just saw, like, John Woo posted on Instagram, like, three days ago. I have a new movie coming out. And at the time, I was like, okay, cool. But then I saw the trailer. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in. I'm it in. Kind of great, I'll be honest. I, I was like, sir, I just turned I was like, this looks amazing. Um, and they don't. Amazon, this is Amazon Studios, so I don't know if it's going to be on Prime. I don't know if it's going to be in the theater. But uh, R- Reggie Hudlin, director of Boomerang, called Candy Cane Lane. Starring Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that was it. I saw a little thing uh, at the Gen V screening the other day. It was just a little thing. There was no poster. It was just like, Kenny Kane, Eddie Murphy, coming soon. I was like, what the fuck is this? Scheduled to be released by Prime Video December 1st. So it is on Prime. So just because it's Christmas, I will probably check that out. And it's new Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, I need a trip. Don't know what Eileen is. Don't know what the shift is. Mm. You guys gonna watch Godzilla minus one? Yes. You can do that. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I don't know what waitress is. Same here. Here we go. December the eighth. 
This is all this is all Nick. This is all Rocket. I don't give a fuck about poor things. All of its awards, all of its costume design, acting, makeup. I've heard it's like really good. It's like next level good. I don't care. I don't, That's what I've heard, but I don't know. I'm curious about it. I didn't lose my mind over the favorite, though. And it won all those Oscars like a few years ago. And I was like, it was weird. It was funny. Like, I enjoyed it, but it was like weird. And I don't like that. I don't like, I don't want to. I like when a movie's weird, but I don't like when it's like weird at the expense of the movie where it's like, oh, you didn't get it. Oh, poor you. And yeah. Like, so I hope that isn't what poor things is. It looks very weird, but I'm intrigued. Assuming it actually comes out when it's supposed to come out. I think it's already been pushed. Leave the world behind. Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke on Netflix. Um, this is the one that I'm curious if this holds its release date. Magazine Dreams, that the Jonathan Majors movie that <laughs> we'll see if it still drops. Uh, hey, Jonathan Majors about to get off, man. So I don't believe you. Yeah, you'll see him break up. Let's see fucking Hollywood give see if they give them give him a true apology for fucking taking all his no shit. What is is this called? The cello. Darren Lynn Bousman has a non-saw movie coming out in December with Jeremy Irons in it. You said non-saw? Yeah, yes. all, all I know that he's directed his Saw sequels. He did Repo, the genetic opera. You Yeah, You swine. Sure he did. I definitely am. Uh, that's, that's December the 8th. December the 15th, we got Wonka. We yeah. got... Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. Anyone But You, that uh, Sydney Sweeney rom-com. American Fuck Fiction. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. If Anyone But You comes to my theater, I'll watch it. And then we got American Fiction with Jeffrey Wright. Yes, Nicholas? I didn't know that. But that was Sydney Sweeney and the Clint Powell where they were like... Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm watching that for sure. Just because of all the behind the scenes like shit. Right. I don't even care about either of them all that much. But like no. I'm watching that for sure. Will Gluck I, makes decent rom coms. Yeah, I said a good rom com, I'm there. Meg Ryan doing a new rom com, I'm sorry. Uh Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on December the twentieth. We know we're all watching yeah. it. I like the trailer. I just keep hearing yeah. bad things about like, Based the on the trailer, it looks as good as the first movie. But everybody yeah. that's seen it says it's like either boring as shit or just absolute trash. I just can't see James Wan making trash. Yeah, like, I don't. boring. Even like a horrendous movie. It's like boring. Like, how are you making this? How is it boring? There's like people walking out of it. Jason like, Momoa's writing a seahorse. They weren't invested all. Like, that's weird to me. Like, even me, even if it was like, I didn't like it. Even if I went in, I was like, dude, this does suck. I'm already invested in it before I'm even seeing it because, like, we've already had Aquaman 1. We've already had Justice League, the movie, and all this shit. I'm like, I'm already invested in it, even if the movie sucks. I'm like, well, I'm going to finish it. I'm not, like, getting up and walking out of my 
preview screening for it. That's why I don't believe some of these things. I'm like, even if it's bad, like I wouldn't have walked out of Halloween ends. No. Like as shitty as it is, it's like I've invested 45 years of history into this. And it's like, I'm, I'm only 33. Yeah. yeah. I've invested, you know, my whole life into this. It's like, this is supposed to be how it ends. I'm going to watch it, even if it sucks. That's why I don't, it's like boring. You're telling me it's boring. It looks insane. He's riding a seahorse. Exactly. Black Manta has the black trident. Like, okay. That's already not boring to me. I'm already invested. Don't call me brother. Uh, the, the weekend is December 20, December 22nd is probably like, is that a Friday? If the Aquaman's got to drop on Wednesday, so this is the Friday, the weekend of the 22nd. I'm glad it's doing that, too. I hate Christmas Day releases. I thought it was Christmas Day until I double-checked a few days ago. The, uh, it must be until the trailer came out, as far as I know. Nick's most anticipated movie for the rest of the year, Migration, drops on the 22nd. Oh, no. Um, I forget that. Again. Rebel Moon drops on Netflix. New Zack Snyder is always going to get watched. Yep. And then... What I hope goes wide and isn't just a limited 20 theater release is uh, the Iron Claw. So, um, it's a pro wrestling bi- biopic. I want to say the Von Erich family, do they like pro wrestling? Oh, yeah. Yep. The Von Erich brothers. It's about the Von pro Eric wrestling brothers. royalty. Uh, Zach Efron, cousin, Jeremy Allen White, Lily James. Oh, I want to see this. So hopefully I can in December. And then Christmas Day, you got the Color Purple remake, oh. and, and then the uh, the George Clooney directed The Boys in the Boat, which I think is, what's that sport? Boating. Boating. <laughs> what, 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 what crew? What was what was Red Man doing in How High? Was he was it just called Crew? Crew, yeah. But like rowing, rowing, rowing. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I. Watching all the Clooney's directed movies a couple months ago, like, I'm interested. And then the Michael Mann directed Ferrari biopic starring Adam Driver. Another one that I hope goes wide, but I probably won't be able to see it until physical media comes out. Yeah, like, they're kind of funny. Yes. With their movies. Like, you, they'll, they'll market the shit out of their movies, and you'll be like, oh, wow, this is going wide. 12 theaters. It out, it'll be out in, like, two theaters. Yeah. And then it'll have a slipless Blu-ray a month later. Trash. Like, what? Yeah. The color purple? <laughs> yeah, the color pur- purple remake comes out Christmas okay. Day. Absolutely going to be a dud. It's not going to sell, and it's going to be trash. First of all, you can't <laughs> make a movie like that. Halle Bailey. You trailers. The trailer got me. It's the color pur- bro. Listen, listen, listen to me. Okay, listen. Just, just trust me on this one. Okay, just, if you don't listen to me for nothing else, trust me on this one. I, can, I can't wait all, till the first episode in January. First, listen. Was it didn't Halle Berry? Didn't didn't that didn't that girl do Halle Bailey? But go off. Bailey, did she didn't she just do the Little Mermaid? She did. Yep. Did that do good in terms of a lot of pe- people seeing it? I don't know how well it did based on its budget. Right. So that's how movies are. Now, now that's that's something that black people will commit to, (laughs) trying to make sure it's successful. The Little Mermaid, a Black Little Mermaid. Let's check. Oh yeah, this is the color purple, bro. 
The Color Purple is one of those movies that it made five it made five seventy on a two hundred and fifty million budget. That ain't bad. I don't know if that's good anymore. Yeah, like <laughs> I know they was anticipating a billion. Yeah, that's not bad though. It, it made it, it lost a little bit of money, not much. Can't make but, movies. How are you making three hundred million dollar budgeted movies? I don't get that either. But that, facts. The color purple is one of those movies that you kind of just want to forget, bro. You don't want to. You don't want to remake it. Like it's. I like to remember it when Elizabeth Banks tried to accuse Steven Spielberg of not doing a female-led movie. Yeah. I saw that. It was like, God damn it, we're not going... Nobody cares about Charlie's Angels. Yeah, basically. Man, but, Dan Glover was one of the most hated men in all of, like, entertainment as far as black men for the color purple. Until Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne took over. It's just not gonna... Yeah, and, and Tina Turner, right? Yeah. I, with the, with the climate that we have now, either they're going to, either they're going to bring down how it actually happened in the original, or they're not going to do it at all, but either way, or they're going to overdo it or do it, all of it's going to go wrong. That, that's not going to be a good movie, bro. That's going to be terrible. It's a musical. Yeah, that's even. That's probably why I'm not sitting through <laughs> it. Was it was worse. Like how I missed the trailer for it. I didn't see the trailer till I saw a Greek Wedding like a couple weeks ago, and like I don't know, the trailer got me. Like I didn't even know what it was when it came on. Like it was just a movie, and she was like, "Hey, Miss Silly," and I was like, "Wait, is this the fucking? Is this the color purple?" And it was like a musical. And then I the more I watched it, I was like, "What the fuck? This is real!" Like I thought, like I, it was one of those movies I'd heard about coming out, but I was like, "Oh." They're going to want to be real careful. And then it was just like from Oprah Winfrey. Oprah's doing it? Spielberg. Yep. Oh, yeah. Spielberg and Oprah are a producer. Every time time something else is said about it, it gets worse for me. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) They're producing. Oprah's not in it. She's just putting money into it. From Orange is the New Black plays Oprah's part. The the peacemaker. What's her name? Daniel Daniel, Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks. Daniel Brooks, that's it. Why did I say Harris? And like Fantasia is in it from American Idol. Yeah. Not from American. She's had her own career post American. Taraji. This is getting worse. Fantasia, huh? Taraji yeah. makes it better. What? <laughs> she she's gonna be in the musical, huh? Yeah, okay. A singer. She's gonna not, sing. not an actor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not. All right, most anticipated for December, so we can wrap this shit up. Oh, the color purple. Get the fuck. No, no that's merits. <laughs> oh, oh we're shit. missing a big one. Wonka. Dude, we really didn't talk about Wonka. We skipped right over. I said Wonka. I said Wonka we when I Wonka the thumbs up, didn't we? Yeah, but we all. Yeah, but we just skipped. That's right. my anticipated. I said Wonka when I said Chicken Wonka Run. Yeah, I'm there though. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching Wonka. They- like I'm not feeling Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka at all, but like I'm there. I'll go. I love Willy Wonka. I'm not overly excited for any movie that I read off, even Aquaman. Like I'm gonna Aquaman see Aquaman. Is most anticipated by by default because like December looks kind of uh, dry. I'm, I'm looking forward to Wonka. Wonka, uh, Aquaman, Rebel Moon—they're all there. Ferrari, Ferrari's up there. So Aquaman's gonna have to show me. I think it's Wonka. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like. 
Period. I mean, really? I kind of I saw the Silent Night the other day, and I'm kind of like get a Christmas themed action movie. Yeah. It's like movies that just had my curiosity. I'm like, yeah. And there's no like biting my fingernails over. I'm just like, I want to see if they they stick it with Wonka. If they if they stick to landing with Aquaman. Is it like really bad? Basically. Yeah, we need to see. We bad. Need to see. But um, that's it. I'll be back to wrap up the episode. I'll come up with something horror themed to talk about for the next episode. Strictly podcast. Yo. Hey, yo. When you got nothing to cook, just go from scratch. When the shit finished, man, just hope it's not trash. Your boy fresh like cut grass. You make a slut laugh when you nut fast. Ain't fucking with you bums. Ain't talking about a guest spot. I'm the one in this matrix doing what the rest not. Show y'all what I do it for like I was Dakota Prescott. I'm on now and y'all can just wait for the next slot. Whether with the bars or as a person, it's been said that I'm the best dude. But I ain't fucking with you mutant motherfuckers look like you coming from a test tube. Quick to talk shit even when I'm in the best mood. Y'all got no taste even when you eating on some fresh food. Talk about your bed game, but it's dust on the mattress. Wanna be a total package, but you lack a lot of fragments. Lex Luger over here, come and catch this torture rack, bitch. They sleeping on me, then they chiefing like Travis. And chill until the next episode.